With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into the Pigskin Preview. Nick Roush and Adam Luckett here to share with you some locks during the Kentucky football bye week. Luckett, just because the Cats aren't playing doesn't mean we aren't playing the board. Yeah, the college football does not sleep, and the board doesn't sleep. So we're going to come back and try to get some winners here. I will say uh, the bye weeks are starting to catch up. Uh, you know, Kentucky isn't the only team on the bye. I'm not the biggest fan of the board this week. It's, it's not like we don't have some big games at the top. Um, you know, we'll talk about some of them before we get to our picks. It's the one that – it's the, the deepness. Right? Like, I feel like I normally have a couple more – Power Five conference games to pick from down the road that just aren't there this week, but I'm I'm still going to go deep with a few selections, um, but you know you'll be able to find them all on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, the best app in all of the world, the universe. If you're trying to play the games this weekend, log on, download that FanDuel Sportsbook app, play some games, use promo code KSR too. You're going to get. 20 or no, you, you place your first bet and you get $200 in bonus bets. That's right, $5 wager, $200 in bonus bets to play with if you use the promo code pigskin. Pigskin is the promo uh, at FanDuel Sportsbook. It's a lot of fun. I, I, I've been enjoying the NFL season quite a bit too, Mr. Lucky. Great way to put it together, some single-game parlays. They've got all the options you need with the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Must be 18 and over. President of Kentucky, first online money, real wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expired for seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuelSportsbook.com. Gambling problems call 1-800-GAMBLER. Look at the first, the biggest game, the most exciting game. I'm going to be at a wedding getting ready, and we're going to be watching Ohio State, Penn State. And it, the, the the part of this that, you know, I, we, we've heard about Penn State, right? Um, how, like, oh, this could be their year. This could be their year. There's part of me that's just like, but they ain't played nobody, Paul. And Ohio State being battle-tested and playing at home, Makes it hard for me to to bet on James Franklin and Drew Lar here. Yeah, I, I feel like the line's a little short at four and a half. I kind of like Ohio State here, um, but I'm wondering if the computers are wrong here. Um, Penn State seems like the better team, but are they? <laughs> yeah. You have to see that you have to see that play out. Uh, it's a huge moment for Penn State. Um, for me, I'd almost I think either Penn State wins or Ohio State covers. So, just who who you think is going to win is how you probably should bet this here. Uh, but it's a monstrous game. Like Penn State, it's one they like Franklin needs to win. I mean, yeah. Ohio State's down this year. I don't think that's a crazy statement. Like they seem vulnerable. This is you have what seems like on paper is to be your best team. They might have the best defense in college football. This is one you need to go and win uh, in Columbus. Um, so, I, 
will that happen? I don't know. Uh, it's not going to be one of my picks this week. But if I did play it, I would probably lay the points with Ohio State. But I don't feel super great about that. Yeah, and it it oh the if you if you do like the matchup side by side, um, you you do like Penn State in a lot of areas. Um, but you know, there's a lot of questions about Ohio State's running game. They've got a lot of injuries there. Uh, but the one that you don't know is, are they going to chuck it deep? James Franklin, he's he's not going to chuck it deep just to chuck it deep. Um, but I'm I'm going to be fascinated. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, the one that I don't think will be as fun to watch is the third Saturday in October, Tennessee traveling to Alabama, and it's a pretty big number. Yeah. But I I'm, I'm I might ultimately end up laying it and just taking the Crimson Tide here. Not only is there a revenge factor, Alabama's or excuse me, Tennessee's passing offense. Who would have guessed that Joe Milton stinks? Like it? No, no, nobody. So I, I know that Alabama isn't this steady rock of efficiency offensively, um, but to get over that number, like it's it, it doesn't take but a couple of those big Jalen Milrow bombs. So yeah, um, it's a lot of points right now. But I, I think I would still take that if if you made me do it. Yeah, and I think. Tennessee's going to give you that with how they play a little bit defensively. They're going to crowd the box and try to get get behind the chains. And if Milrow hits on some bombs, that's probably how Alabama ultimately scores. Um, but to me, it's just like the question is with this Tennessee offense. I, if you're not you really you're really in for a surprise if you haven't watched Tennessee yet this year. <laughs> they you know don't look like the last couple Tennessee teams because I have a feeling like here locally, like. A lot of times, a lot of Kentucky fans for the first time, and for a lot of people in general, first time they see Tennessee is probably going to be on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Like the first time they've really probably sat down to watch them play. Probably just checked the score of the Florida game and were like, yeah. "Oh, Florida's beating Tennessee, good." You know. Yeah. But that's that's really. And then it. I don't. If but they are not Nick Joe Milton's last in the SEC in explosive pass rate. <laughs> Josh Heupel's offense is last in the SEC in explosive pass rate. They cannot like create chunk plays through the air. They're having to run the football a lot, and now the running game is good. And then defensively, their defense is legitimately good this year. Um, they're stopping the run, and they're not getting beat over top usually. They're winning their one-on-ones on the outside. So they're winning games with their defense. And I think people are going to be really surprised about that. And so, mm-hmm. like, to me, what's the, I, to me, I'd almost look to the total here. Like, what's that total? Um because that maybe be the side, would be the side here. If I play the points, I would take Tennessee because it's at eight and a half. Um, I really think this line should be around a touchdown. Um, so I would take Tennessee if I took this game. Uh, but I think people are – I don't think people really understand yet what Tennessee is this year from a big picture. I think if you're following the team and following it closely, you know. But I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by, oh, they're not really throwing the ball. All over the place. And 40, Joe Milton under passing yards might be a prop play you see in the column this week. It cashed easy for us last week. It might go back to the well this week. 48.5 on FanDuel is yeah. the total for this game. Pretty so low. So you're looking at 28-20 is kind of the final they're calling for there. Mm-hmm. Alabama 28, Tennessee mm-hmm. 20. And that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, this Tennessee offense has has some issues right now, which is kind of surprising. The, the game that I actually think might be the most exciting is late night Fox. Fox getting a big night game, top 25 game, Utah at USC. This one fascinates me because it's 
all offense and no defenses versus all defense and no offense. <laughs> and and USC is in a – a lot of people are just going to be like, well, Caleb Williams just threw interceptions. They ran into a bus all Notre Dame. But th- that offense really hasn't been what we thought the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, you saw they, – they got to the over in that Arizona game, but it was only because of overtime. I think it was 28-all going into the extra period. Yeah, and, yeah they struggled. Like yeah, so so I, I this was one that I it's it's going to be one of I think it's going to be one of my plays, but I kept it off the board uh, was the under on fifty six because Utah is an under machine. Um, there's probably going to be I don't you know if you want a revenge aspect of it. USC knocked USC or Utah knocked out USC last year and just absolutely smoked them with Cam Rising a year ago um, at Eccles Rice, but it's back um, at the Coliseum. I just I don't know, like they got beat up pretty good at Notre Dame. Um, like how how much of that physicality can you withstand? Um, so I don't know if it's yeah. enough for me to take Utah outright um, because of their offense, but I do think it is going to be a, a slobber knocker um, out in LA late night. Yeah, this one's hard for me to get a feel on just because. Utah, your expectations were for them to have rising. They haven't had them. So what are they really when you kind of look at their power ratings? Mm-hmm. Like how do you place them? And then USC, like I don't think the offensive funk is going to last a long time. I think yeah. they'll probably figure it out. But they're going to figure it out against out? Utah. Like yeah. that, that defense just, is so good. Yeah, for me, I just want no part of this. Like I'm not even going to look at it or try to because I don't. I just don't know. There's too many <laughs> unknowns there, and so and it's kind of a weird how they're meeting. It's in a weird spot. All, all you really know is that it's a huge game for USC, like to stay in the hunt. Yeah, yeah. You know, they really need to win there for the playoff hunt. So it's a big home game for that. And it's a revenge spot for USC. You know, they lost to Utah twice last year. Uh, so from that aspect, I kind of like the Trojans. Mm-hmm. Um, but Utah, find, you know, you make, you make a good point. Utah kind of just kind of finds a way under Kyle Whittingham. Um, and they'll probably end up making that a fist fight in one way or the other. So how does USC kind of respond to that physical adversity mm-hmm. that you have to kind of play through whenever you play Utah? We're recording this uh, a day earlier um, than normal. I'm heading out of town, a little bye week um, rendezvous, of course, for a wedding, because that's what we do now that you know, it's just, we're at that time. Um, but when we FanDuel Sportsbook app just first launched, there was a lot of like, how do you – Go, you, the method to your madness, right? Because like some people are learning to play for the first right. time. I'm a big, let's look at the board early in the week. Here's kind of what I like, and then keep revisiting it throughout the week. And then by the time Friday, Saturday gets there, I, like it's like, all right, I've got enough confirmation to stay away or avoid. Last week I was smart and just ended up staying away from USC. We'll see how this goes throughout the week as I consume more and more information. Um but that's the best thing about having mobile sports gambling. You know, you can just decide to – you don't have to get in your bets on Wednesday or whatever it might be. It can be the day of and just, boom, pull up that app and fire away where we've been hitting pretty good here. Decent record last week. Let's get to our picks presented by Eckrich and their $1 million challenge for teachers. Time's ticking. You've got till October 26th to sign up. The teacher in your life for the one million dollar throw for teachers. They're giving up a million bucks if a teacher's got a good arm this year. Partnering up with the extra yard for teachers, Eckrich. Go to Eckrich.com right now under the promotions. Select a million dollar challenge for teacher. Sign up your the the loved one in your life, 
or maybe just your favorite teacher out there. Sign them up. They'll pick somebody to go out at halftime of the Alabama game and throw for a million bucks. And you know what? Even if you miss the throw, teachers are still going to get some money in their pocket to help classrooms around the Commonwealth of Kentucky. It's a great, great promotion, a great sweepstakes. Uh, I don't know. Is it technically sweepstakes? Either way, I love teach, throw, win. Eckert's, they're simply the best. They're supporting local teachers, and we're happy they're supporting the pigskin preview Luckett, you want to take us, lead us off here? I, I'm, I'm not catching up all the way. I'm as 500 as you can get at 10, 10, and 1. You've got a slight nod on the leaderboard, even though you took took some shots last week and took some L's. That, that push in the Oregon game really killed me because it was it was right there, and the dude just, I mean, he, he pushed it. I mean, what, a foot right, maybe? Just ah, so close. So, actually, Peak tells gotta me go I first. need. I got to go first. You messed so, things up. So I'll happily go first in the most – I felt icky while doing research for this game, and that's going to the Big Ten West for Nebraska and Northwestern. I mean, this just feels so gross. I've faded Scott Frost to a profit for so long. It feels so weird to be on the big red side. But here's the thing, Luckett. They've been three and one since they went to Harburg, and they got Jeff Sims out of there. He's three and one as a starter. Nebraska's coming off of a bye. They're averaging two hundred rushing yards on the ground. Northwestern's last in the Big Ten in stopping the run. They're bad. They're bad at running the football too. I think this is just going to be Matt Rule just hand it off, run it down their throats, get a nice comfortable win, which they've actually had a couple of these so far this year. So even though it feels gross. It feels like they'll beat Northwestern by 17 points, like 28-10 to 10 or something like that. Nick Roush, I cannot believe you're going to the window and you're laying double digits with the Marcus Satterfield offense. I, I know. It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, but that's where I am this week. I'm not, I'm not in love with the board, but I just – I can't – it was the, – the other game that I, I couldn't do it for, but it's like how could you bet – like you can't bet Miami right now, but I can't bet Dabo. Like that, that Clemson team at four. That game, that game is gross. This one's equally as gross, but Nebraska, Northwestern is so bad. Um, they've got nothing to live for. So just give me the big red against a really bad football team. You're gonna either feel like really smart or like a total idiot. Oh, and there's no in between. <laughs> it's gonna be immediately in this game. It'll be like the second quarter. You're gonna feel very smart or like a total dumbo. Yeah, and oh, and it's we're gonna know right away too. Like there's no there's no messing around. Harburg's gonna have three turnovers in the first quarter and they're gonna be down seventeen nothing, and I'm just gonna be shooting myself in the foot. But hey, that's what gambling does. You you, you live a little. You live a little. We're gonna live a little this week and ride with Matt Rule. Yeah, for, for me, we're gonna. There's a trend here. We're gonna. There's road dogs. We're sticking with road dogs this week. Start us off in the Big Twelve, UCF at Oklahoma. Ooh. I'm gonna take the Knights on the road plus eighteen and a half. I think this line is a little inflated based on what Oklahoma did against Texas in the Red River. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's getting Heisman buzz, but UCF Nick they get John Rice Plumley back this week. Um, he's been missing from the lineup. I think they're good. If this game turns into a shootout, I think UCF can score and hit on some plays to kind of keep up. So I trust them in that regard. Uh, I think it's a big moment for UCF. They lost some games here, some tough games. They need to play well. Um, they need a good performance. Um, I, li- I like this spot for them. Oklahoma, it's you know, two weeks. They've just been patted on the back. 
uh, for that Texas performance. I, I could see them coming out a little sleepy here for 11 a.m. local kickoff. So give me the Knights plus 18 and a half. Man, you were on the right side of the worst comeback ever, and now you're riding with the Knights all getting Gus. Uh, that's a weird number, too. 18 and a half. That, just, that's weird. Uh, well, I, I have a feeling we're going to feel gross for a lot of these picks. Um, my second pick, it's another one where I'm trying not to overthink it too much. Michigan's just beating the hell out of teams. And I know that Michigan State is a rival and it's on the road. Michigan State has just gotten the life sucked out of them this entire season time and time again. And then they just blew it against Rutgers. I mean, that was their best chance at a win. They let that one slip away. I think they were up pretty big in the first half, too. I think it's going to be like this. This is just one demoralizing hit after another. And that's what Jim Harbaugh does best. He demoralizes opponents. Uh, the last three games, Harbaugh's averaging a 49 to 9 margin of victory. And they're just beating the hell out of teams like it. Like they're just beating the hell out of teams. So I know that's a big number in a quote unquote rivalry set, but I don't care. Give me Michigan to absolutely romp Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State, weirdly, like they've kind of been playing hard for that interim coach, Harlan Barnett. They gave Iowa a good game. I'm mm-hmm. still mad about that overhitting on the road. They should have beat Rutgers last week. Yeah. And they did yeah. A crazy fourth quarter comeback. So you have to wonder how much they have left in the tank. Yeah. Again, Michigan is might be a wagon. So um, we'll see. And if Farball can run it up, they're probably going to do that in that spot. Yeah. They're probably going to run it up on Michigan State if they can. So from that aspect, so. you like it. Yep. Um, like it? Let's see if I like this next pick of yours. <laughs> This is might for this game might be for last place in the SEC West, um, but going to Arkansas, give me Mississippi State plus five and a half um, in Fayetteville. Um, I think Nick, I think Arkansas is getting too much credit in this line for playing teams close. Like I don't think they should be laying more than three in this game. In this game, uh, Mississippi State, like this is quietly a huge game for them off the bye week. They haven't won an SEC game yet. Neither is Arkansas. Both of these coaches really need a win here or that hot seat talk could start ramping up. I like Mississippi State with the extra prepare time here where you look at Arkansas, they just gone through they just went through a gauntlet. Yeah. So you have yeah. to have wonder how much they have left in the tank. I think it's a good time to fade Arkansas. We've been on the right side of a couple of their um road dog covers. Um, but I like fading them here as a favorite. So give me Mississippi State in a really, really important game for Zach Arnett. Because if he loses this then it might get into a situation where they Mississippi State might start thinking about maybe moving on after one year because they the AD didn't even hire them that's in there right now. They were oh. in the middle of an AD search when Mike Leach passed away. And so give me Mississippi State here in a big game, I think, for Arnett off the bye week. So I'm going to take the Bulldogs here plus five and a half. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, though, from the, the Arkansas standpoint where – They've given they, they've gotten up for all of these games and have fallen short, um, and you know that that I feel like the pressure cookers on Sam Pittman as well, yeah. and trying to get up against a bad Mississippi State team at home, it just I uh, I could see them playing Later. with their food and it being close uh, right down to the wire. So um, I'm I'm going to stay in the SEC for my last pick, and it's going to be official in here, but I'm I, I'm I'm. I'm up for debate on how I'm going to play this game, but it's a battle of Columbia's 
South Carolina, Missouri. I'm taking over 60 for the pigskin preview. Like it, You might convince me otherwise. The only thing that's made me a little apprehensive about it is that South Carolina's done most of its scoring at home. That That's really the only part that worries me. Because I, I think we've got a situation here where either Missouri's going to win and cover that seven-point spread, but they're going to put up a lot of points. I mean, they didn't even play particularly well offensively, and they scored 38 against UK. Um, Missouri's hit the over in five straight, including six of seven. South Carolina's hit the over in three straight, four out of five. So I'm I, – I think it's going to be a points fest. I could very well see both teams – Playing in the 30s, and you know, even one getting up to 40. Um, but I, like I said, the only worry is that South Carolina, man, to lose a 10 point lead at home to Florida in the fourth quarter, um, and then to have to go on the road. I don't think they've scored more than 20 points on the road, so that's really the only thing holding me back. And it might end, I think, I think I might end up just doing a team total, um, at I think it was like 34 and a half when I saw for Missouri. Yeah, I think you look at this, two good passing games against two def- two lower half defenses in the SEC. South Carolina is one of the worst defenses in the Power Five. Um, Missouri has some holes defensively that they've shown um, throughout the season, even against Kentucky on Saturday. Um, I mean, when unless that pass rush is ramping up, then I think you can kind of pick apart this Missouri defense. But the worry here for South Carolina is – they might have to deal with that pass rush a lot, but I do like the I do like the over here. Missouri should have a pretty big offensive day against the South Carolina defense. Haven't checked the weather, but as long as there's not crazy wind or anything like that, I think you're going to see um, some points being scored there for O'Field. Third straight sellout um, for drink there at for O'Field. Look at I. Are. They got all the momentum right now. I mean, yeah. ten and two is on the table there for Missouri. You got to give them some credit. Uh, for my final pick, going back to the Big 12, going to go Oklahoma State on the road here, plus three and a half at West Virginia. I actually would favor Oklahoma State in this game. Um, I quite They've been playing some really good football here the last yeah, few weeks. Yeah. You know, the Iowa State loss they had a few weeks ago looked bad, on a, but they lost by seven on the road. But now we turn around, Iowa State's been playing some good ball. They just mm-hmm. They just decked. Cincinnati on the road. They beat uh, someone at – they beat TCU at home the week before. So, Iowa State's kind of turned it around. And that was a sign that Oklahoma State had it turned around. They go and beat – they just beat Kansas. They beat Kansas State both at home. Now they hit the road. I think West Virginia, obviously, is a flawed football team a little bit, coming off a very, very difficult loss. Um, I like Oklahoma State in this spot, catching points. Gundy's good in these games – um, these small line games. So give me the pokes here, uh, plus the field goal and the hook at Morgantown. I, I'm I was looking at that game too. Um, so I'm, I'll I'll ride with you. We've got a couple principal plays this week too. Uh, I've never seen a total so low in college football than Iowa Minnesota under thirty two and a half. What Feels wasn't like- Kentucky thirty one in the bowl game? Wasn't that Iowa Kentucky one thirty one? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, Kentucky did have. You know, it's quarterback to opt out and stuff. So, like, you know, that I think that played a role in it as well. But it was awfully close to this. Um, I want to say it was like 31 and a half. Um, Are you ready and, for 11 and 1 Iowa who averages 15 points a game? Oh, man. In the big no Eric history? All either. Their star tight end, he's out for the year. I mean, just go look at their schedule. The That's 100% on the table right now. <laughs> um, and then you've got a principal play this week, too. Yeah, we got Eastern Michigan on the road catching 11 and a half at Northern Illinois. 
who isn't that good. Still need to dig in why that why the spread's that high. Make sure there's not an injury or something I don't know about. Uh, but yeah, I mean, whenever EMU's catching points on the road, we're taking the Eagles. Oh, love it, love it. Well, we hope that you love some of these picks. We hope everybody makes money on the FanDuel Sportsbook app this weekend. It's a bye week. Doesn't mean you have to say sorry, in In fact, what can it stress for your football? You don't have to worry about your team winning or losing. You just get to you get to enjoy all of the games. So hopefully you got a pot of chili, some cold beers, um, and that it's going to be a great weekend to watch some football for Adam Luckett. I'm Nick Roush. This has been the Pigskin Preview. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.